Today's show is brought to you by the Channel 4.5 Network. Channel 4.5, home to the best and widest array of podcasts, web series, and live events. Now, what you're listening to, you're like, oh, that's so good, that's so good. But you ever wondered what you're missing? What you're not hearing? Well, we got news for you. And the new Channel 4.5 Podcast Archive series. In this series, we'll look back at all the shows that never made it to air. Join your host every week, Chad Goopy Guppy Zingo, as he guides you through the lost files of Channel 4 and a Half. Hear shows hosted by Guinness World Record holders, prisoners, people lost in space. You never know what you're going to hear on the Channel 4 and a Half podcast archives. Only on Channel4.5.com. Channel 4 and a Half, creating art on a local level. Boom, bitch! Pillow fight, pillow fight, pillow fight. Pillow fight, pillow fight, pillow fight. All right, welcome to the Pillow Fight Podcast with your host, Katie Van Patten. We talk about the real issues on this podcast first crush, most embarrassing moment, fuck, Mary kill, other stuff as well. As well? As well. My guests today are local comic darlings, Heather McKay and Jill Johnson. Say hello. Hello, Katie. Hello, Katie. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing today on this fine evening in July? Are you good? We are stuffed full of etouffee, so we are fantastic. Etouffee? I'm, I'm boiling over with gumbo. Mm. How was the service at that restaurant? Challenged. <laughs> yeah, challenge friendly, but... You know, optimistic, maybe a little too optimistic for their actual skill level. Yeah. The look on our waiter's face was kind of like the guy on the Green Mile. Oh, yeah. I never saw that. He looked... Only less wise. He looked frightened. Tom Hanks or Michael Clark Duncan? Um, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to see the Green Mile so that I know what you're talking about. (laughs) There's a well, lot of that guy eats pain, basically. <laughs> I'm glad okay. we got the age gap just laid out right now <laughs> in terms of, you know, what generations Katie's dealing with right. tonight. So, well, I have not seen an embarrassing amount of movies like it is ridiculous. Oh, you were, on you were like homeschooled without any um, television exposure, right? Um, no, actually, oh. I was homeschooled in first grade and kindergarten for half a year. But that's it. Oh. I really have no excuse. Oh. But I did go to a very small private Christian school from second grade to seventh grade. Yeah, mm. it's almost the same thing. I right? was, it was pretty much the same thing. I was surrounded by a bunch of nerds and my class. There was like 15 people in my class. So that sounds mean, but it was true. Anyway, um, what else can we talk about before we, before we get into it? I don't know. Hmm. Were you guys homeschooled? <laughs> I, I, I actually was not, but I also was, uh, I did spend three years in a parochial... Uh, detention center? Detention center. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. How did that go? Um, well, I graduated. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I pretty much wore the scarlet letter all the time there. Mm. I actually, once I had to get up in front of the church and tell them that, um, that I was a whore. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) How did they direct you to do that? Was there any sort of inflection that they asked for a little, you know? Well, here's how it went. My, were you like, I'm a whore. (laughs) I had gotten in trouble, uh, for some intimacy with a house brother. Uh, Can you say that again, but just a little bit slower? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my first hour Bible teacher, Mrs. Moody, said, Mrs. Jill, I want you to go up there in front of all of the church and tell them what a whore you are. What accent is that? <laughs> she couldn't say her ours. Her oh, ours. it was a speech impediment. It was okay. a speech impediment. Okay. <laughs> The Holy Spirit took it from her when, you know, she did hoary things. So. <laughs> I, I hate to chime in, but uh, a little bit of s- psychology. Um, usually when adult women have that speech impediment, 
or if their voice retains like a very high pitched childlike tone, usually means that they were abused as a child. Oh. So that might explain some things. Sad. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah, thanks for bringing up the tone You're of like, the room. Oh, now I know why I she's hope, calling everybody a whore. I, I hope she was abused. <laughs> she, she deserved was a, it. She was a mean old bag. Bitch. Right? <laughs> a bag. That, I, I just want to know that bad things happen to her. <laughs> That's why I told you that. Oh, Thank man. you. I, I, I feel Justice. like I just unloaded some childhood baggage. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's what better. this podcast is for. Just it's for healing. For yeah. Breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. So your teacher was Mrs. Moody at a Bible school? Yeah. Was it Moody Bible Institute? No. It was <laughs> it was actually Cookson Hills Christian Ministries. Okay. Saving America's youth. Oh. Yeah. But it was basically uh what the Tulsa world referred to as a place full of rejects of society. What is this still yeah. a school in Oklahoma? Yes, yes, it is. It's it's out on Highway Ten across from uh, Flint Ridge. They have a thousand <laughs> acres to torment you in the name of Jesus. Oh huh. man! Although I've heard it, that um, it, they can't like beat you anymore there, which they could when I was there. Oh. Well, leave marks anyway. They can't leave marks. I don't mm. know. I don't know. They were ultimately investigated, and um, they had like some of the main things that they did to torture us, like. They would, um, we couldn't wear bikini panties. We could only wear panties with five inch side seams. So they would check and make sure. Yeah. We couldn't wear, how do they measure that? We couldn't wear tampons. We had to wear these like, how would they Donated maxi pads because you lived there and you shopped there in their store. Oh. And, um, Oh. oh, I got in a big trouble once for smuggling in tampons. Yeah. This? That was also, you know, part of the proof that I was a whore. It's not for the tampon. It's for the man you choose to marry, Jill. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like literally prison. Yeah. Yeah. But worse. Yeah. Oh, and they used to um, censor our mail also. So, mm. like, I would get letters from home and, like, every paragraph would be blacked out with a marker <laughs> there would be like three sentences left in it <laughs> oh my god like i wonder what kind of horrible things my um junior high volleyball coach was saying to me in these letters jesus christ he was the reason you were there come on he was the whore reason that right? was a she oh <laughs> well i went to a private christian school Even better. in high school as well as middle school and elementary here and, in tulsa yeah and I won't say what school it is because my mom teaches there still, but... Um, is it Green Country? Is it right? <laughs> no. Is it Tulsa Christian? I really... Is I'll, it, I'll get is in it trouble. Victory? I'll get in trouble. Is, is it Metro? I, I'll get in trouble. Is it... <laughs> Holy Family. Holy Family. I'm just going to put it. Well, but we had, separate, we had separate chapels once a year where the girls were in one room and the boys were upstairs in another room and they were talking to us about purity and dressing pure and modest and there was one when I was when I was a senior um one of the teachers basically literally told all the girls that we all dressed like sluts even though we wore uniforms hmm. <laughs> she said she said you all look like sluts and I'm sitting there in my skirt that's clearly down to my knees in my buttoned up oxford like what the fuck lady you like, sure it wasn't dirty talk it was like was she trying to open a dialogue? Maybe so. Maybe I, I so. Think, I think she was talking not so much about your your outer appearance, mm-hmm. but your hoary soul. But your hoary <laughs> soul was shining out your face hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That must have been it. I must have been it. But I wore the opposite of a scarlet letter in high school because I was such a prude and like did not even kiss a boy in high school. So Ooh. like it was just extra messed up for girls like me to have to be slut shamed when we, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> like what are you even referencing right now? You don't know me. I had you confused with me. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I wish I had been more like you in high school because I would have been happier. Honestly, don't you like you look the same out if, here though. Right. I mean, if I had done drugs and had sex, <laughs> I don't know if that's what you did. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, but. didn't do any drugs in high school, but I got. I tried to. I tried to kill myself with alcohol from like age thirteen to sixteen, mm. and then they got. And then I got sent off to the children's home, and uh, yeah, you couldn't do anything there. 
I shoplifted some uh, X-Lax once (laughs) (laughs) while I was there, and I fed it to my house brother because... How'd that go? We hated each other. Well, it's, it's the weirdest thing. We ended up falling in love with each other after that because he realized that he could not beat me, that we were actually equals. equals. Respect. And, uh. Uh, and he didn't rat me out. So, um, and he didn't die, which was kind of a miracle because I fed him <laughs> like a whole box oh, shit. of x legs when two tiny little squares is an adult dosage. How did you uh, administer the dose? Um well, I, I scratched off where it said X-Lax, oh and it looks God. like a chocolate bar. And I said, oh, look at this chocolate bar I got. <laughs> and he said, oh, Jill. And this is after we'd had a big fight. Please, please let me have a bite. And I held it out by the very corner, and I said, just a tiny bite. <laughs> and he nearly took my fingers off. He chomped. And I was like, oh, you are so bad. And then I pulled out the other piece. And I was like, well, don't even think you're getting any of this one. And he was like, oh, please, just one little bite. And I was like, what, you think I'm an idiot? Okay, I trust you. And he did it again. So he ate the whole <laughs> box. Begged for it. Oh, my God. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I couldn't hold it in, so I told my roommate, and uh, and she's like, oh, my gosh, let's go sit in the family room and watch and see what happens. And so we went oh and sat God. out in the family room, and um, she kept saying, how you feeling, Jerry? How you feeling? <laughs> and then giggling, and I was like, shut up. So we ran back to the room, and, <laughs> and then the next morning at breakfast, he's just glaring, and his face is so red, and his eyes are so watery because he's been shitting so hard. <laughs> so x Lax looks like chocolate? Yeah, yeah. It looks just like a chocolate bar with little segments, you know? like. Does it taste like chocolate? Yes, it does. That's... And two tiny little squares is an adult dose. Oh, my God. I did not know that. he was an adolescent. (laughs) As someone who has never taken any sort of um, laxative, I I had no idea. So, no, I really haven't. I should, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Mm. Truth be told, I should. Well... (laughs) Heather, did any fucked up shit happen to you in high school? (laughs) 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 The woman you see before you. (laughs) No, you know, I I grew up in San Francisco, so it was a very different, different uh, scene out there. And it was just when raves were getting going. It was mid-90s. So, you know, I mean, all the, the rejects were downtown in the Mission District, you know, off our fucking faces doing all kinds of weird shit out there. But uh, but I I went to a, a private uh, prep school and I lived at um, lived in high school so we had to get pretty creative with sneaking in and out and and I was solid up until my junior year and went out went out raving came back about five in the morning and you just had to sneak in at just the right time when the security guard who happened to be deaf and very old was uh, <laughs> on the other side of the building and so friends dropped us off and as they're pulling out of the little circle drive this asshole honks honks and we're right outside our dorm mother's window like right there there was no like she just pulled back the curtains and stared right at us and we're like fuck just start walking so we just started trying to walk at a brisk pace as though we were out for an early morning jog in palo alto and uh yeah uh, she just opened the door and said what are you even doing what are you doing to get in here so, yeah, we got busted. We got suspended. Mm. But, you know, it wasn't bad. It was about one in every, you know, 20 trips. You know, we'd, we'd get nailed for, for sneaking in and out. So, you know, pretty pretty good average. Yeah, that's not bad. So, yeah, saw all kinds of shit. But, yeah, it was an unfortunate incident the day that I went down. But once I turned 18, they didn't care anymore because the, the school announced they were closing the dorm. And so they really didn't have anything to maintain for the future as well as I was of age. And so, um, so I just would go wherever the fuck I wanted and come back whenever I wanted. And all the, uh, the younger girls that were still in the dorm, cause you know, there were still three other years were just like infuriated by this and didn't understand why I just would come and go. And my dorm mother said just straight up to them, well, her parents don't give a shit about her. So <laughs> <laughs> they said that about your parents. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. There you have it. 
I, I found a letter that my house parents sent to my parents telling them what a, what a liar I was and what an actor I was and not to believe anything I said about them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. They were covering their bases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Do you guys want to talk about first crushes? Ooh. Do you guys have any... It can be, you know, real person, celebrity, crush, whatever, whatever pops up in your mind first. Go ahead. <laughs> you go, Heather. Yeah, mine Mine was River Phoenix, for oh, sure. Oh, okay. River Phoenix. Just fell in love with him. Oh, my God. Was so in love with him. He was the first person I ever had an erotic dream about. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> did not know what blowjobs were, but dreamed them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. He, he That's goodness. Brought, you know, I mean, he was responsible <laughs> for my sexual awakening. <laughs> really. Very, very nice. And uh, when he passed away, I was at a slumber party, mm-hmm. got up the next morning, and we were talking about our crushes, and I was 15 years old in Pajaro Dunes in California on a beach trip with my, you know, snotty uh, prep school friends, and it was on the news that uh, he was dead. Walked out, and there oh, it was man. in the morning, you know, next to the oatmeal. The TV <clears throat> was just blaring out that River Phoenix had uh, died of the Viper Room the night before, and... Just w- broke my heart. suicidal? <sighs> yes, but for unrelated reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be real. Like, even though it's a celebrity, that would still be, like, crushing. No, oh, yeah. No pun it intended. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it hurt. I'm, I still remember that feeling, you know, as, as this, you know, young girl. And I had never kissed a boy at that point or anything. And uh, just, yeah, hurting. Just hurting because this, this beautiful person. That mm. I had all kinds of fantasies about was just gone. What movie did you see him in when you, like, developed a crush on him? <laughs> this is kind of weird, but it was my own private Idaho. But, <gasps> um, you saw that as a child? Yeah. <laughs> and this again, you know, I was at this at this dorm with little supervision. <laughs> and, uh, is that like a super sexy movie? Mm, um, it's rather disturbing. Oh, okay. And uh, so, and there's 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 some pretty intense. It, it wouldn't you wouldn't think it would inspire a teenage girl crush to see him in this role. Mm-hmm. He's but basically I don't know. a gay hustler. Yeah, it's a prostitute, effectively. And, yeah. yeah, for old creepy old men. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just him uh, and him and Keanu, right? And Keanu. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Flea was in that too. Flea was one of the little miscreant kids wandering around. There was a lot of you know, um, pretty big stars at the time and up and comers. Keanu was you know had been known for Bill and Ted, but it was really kind of his big, big artsy movie. And yeah, it was but, yeah. directed by Gus Van Sant. Yeah. It's Gus Van Sant. So oh. yeah, that's right. But yeah, it was uh, fairly disturbing, but uh, something just lit a fire in me when he was fucking those old men. And I just <laughs> had to have it. <laughs> I must have you defined my taste in men all going forward. There's one thing you'd say about the guys I date. They're all fucking strange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I, I tried to think about my first crush, and I, you know, I was trying to nail down who it was, and it was either Donny Osmond mm. or Sean Cassidy. I really I, thought you were going to say Donnie Wahlberg. No, 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 no. I'm way too old for that. Um, <laughs> he wasn't born then. <laughs> he wasn't born until after. Oh, anyway. Guarantee um, you he was born in the 60s. Anyway. He's elderly. He, uh, <laughs> Um, but I, the first love letter I wrote was to Sean Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But then I also had a big fat crush on Chris Christopherson, and I still oh, have a crush God. on him. Yeah. Nice. And then Peter Frampton. Don't See, I, I could see the respect for Frampton. <laughs> but, uh, eh. Huh? I, I yes or no on Frampton? Yes on Frampton. No on Chris No on Chris Christopherson. No what? I definitely know those names. I just can't picture them. Like I, I know those names, right. but I can't. I'm, I can't picture them. Right. They're men who play the guitar and write the songs. Did you see Blade? Okay. You remember yeah. Blade? I never saw Blade. With Wesley Snipes. Oh, okay, Chris Christopherson. <laughs> he was also Billy the Kid in, in the Legend of Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, mm-hmm. directed by Sam Peckinpah back in the. I'm gonna Google. Days. I'm gonna oh Google Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson was foxy. He's. He still gets me going. He's still pretty foxy. You're right. He was foxy, you said? Foxy, foxy. (laughs) He's also written a lot of famous songs. A lot of songs. Yes. Chris. But didn't know we're him. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Do you get? Uh, do you guys have any uh, real life crushes you want to talk about? <laughs> um, surely you have at least one. Like who was like when you were like I was four when I f- had my first crush on a real boy and he was twelve. Do you remember any when you were like super tiny? Um, my first boyfriend was um, a boy named Marcus Fagan, and he. Uh, he was the son of a Baptist preacher, and he was really cute. And his older sister made us kiss and do weird things. She made you? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, like we were Just, hanging out. That's and, really uh, sweet little story. And she <laughs> was, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> This uh, just now occurred to me (laughs) how that sounds. Yeah, it is really fucked up. It's beautiful. She was probably like a sixth grader, and we were kindergartners. Oh my god! By the way, I just googled Chris Christopherson. He is a hot, and B. He and I share a birthday. (gasps) But he's eighty-one, and I'm (laughs) twenty-nine. He's, so he's probably him. just he's a number, 81? baby. <laughs> he's probably like he's falling apart. He's probably, no, he's. I mean, I can't even believe he's still alive. Yeah, he's like a psychonaut, you know. Sunday he's, morning coming down. Yeah, that dude's partied hard. Sunday morning going down on you, hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. Here it's even I'd better at the nubs. Him. I'd kick him out of bed and do him on the floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'd I'd not do that because he's old, but I'd let him cook me breakfast you if he wanted to. You hurt him badly. <laughs> yeah, I um, I can't I can't even picture doing something with a guy older than forty because it grosses me out. You gotta like you I technically relax your standards when you hit a certain age. I technically <laughs> I technically have daddy issues, but like old men gross me out. Yeah, they smell funny too. So yeah, they smell weird. And it's a very particular smell. Breath well, is always bad. Well, you know, <laughs> they smell bad until you get a hold of them and rub them down in wonderful oils, oh, and then God. they smell really good. You can scrub them, take a loofah. <laughs> There's two men in the room right now that are. One of them is horrified at everything we're saying, and one of them is just like, I try, just chilling. <laughs> The other one thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> that boy voice you're hearing is Michael Zampino, my super duper editor and producer. Producer. Uh, I just like how Jill's like, yeah, they smell bad, and then you know you just change them. <laughs> you just you, you just cover up that smell with something good. I recommend like cedarwood, and you just change their diaper, and then they're good to go. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> And old men are great because they don't expect you to be all limber and shit. So, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. They're about to break I, that's, that's my whole new dating uh, attempt is, is that I'm going to Benjamin Button my dating life and start with somebody super old. Yeah. So that, you know, <coughs> maybe <coughs> there's a chance that I might be in better shape than they are, which is would be really sad. <laughs> but then as I, as I get in more better shape after... Yeah you know, working on them for a while, then I can move down in age. Mm-hmm. What's your threshold for, for an older gentleman? Oh, Katie's is 40. Oh, I don't have one. <laughs> I would I would straight up do Chris Christopherson right now. No, but I mean, like, how old do they become old? Oh, um, Landry's old, but he's <laughs> Because he looks... What age? No, it's not his looks. It's it's him. It's his affect. It's, it's his smell, general demeanor. Really. It's, it's oh, smell. yeah. It's that, that's, what, that's where that Ben Gay is coming from. Uh. I think that's just like a gingery thing. Oh. oh. <clears throat> they kind of smell like mayonnaise. Yeah. I can't tell if he's upset or if he's putting... Doing a bit. There's now color in his face, which is concerning. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. I love the Landry. We love we love the uh, the Crab Landry. The at crab Landry. At <laughs> <laughs> at flavors Landry. of Louisiana. <clears throat> yes. No one will know what we're talking about, but that's okay. Heather, do you have a real life crush that you remember when you were like super teeny tiny? You know, it hasn't happened yet. You haven't had a crush yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's crazy. 
you know, <laughs> I, I tell them about tell them about hobo clown. What was that crush like? <laughs> Ugh, what? God, that was that was more of a desperation move. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're, you're going to have to tell well, us about that hobo clown. Well, you know, I've been through some interesting characters of late. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Since my divorce six years ago, it's been a merry-go-round of all kinds of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hobo Clown um, was an ex-Navy guy who um, was very animated. Mm-hmm. He was a very animated little character. And um, he uh, specialized in just barely finding a place to live without being homeless for long periods of time. Um, he would frequently live out of his car. Because it was temporary. And, he uh, wore clown-looking zoot suits. Yeah, he wore these zoot suits with little, um, <laughs> oh with a little trifold uh, handkerchief. I, I swear, he I, he had like a. Did a, he ever get in a riot? He while had he had a boutonniere that squirted <laughs> water. You know? <laughs> Do you know what he made those things out of? <laughs> Old socks. Oh, what? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> He made a squirty thing out of an old sock. <laughs> his little, his little uh, pocket fold was always an old sock. Oh my god! That was carefully folded to appear like a pocket square. Wow! He was an interesting guy. That's, uh, that's he. Um, he was a writer. Is how he introduced himself. And um, he had been published. A story of his had been published in some titty magazine. Oh yes. <laughs> is he? Is he dead now? I would, I would guess so. Um, <laughs> she, she kicked him out, and he hopped a train. Yeah, he uh, pretty much kind of rolled like, off into the I feel sunset. Like he got murdered in a public restroom. Was I, look, he... I needed a dog sitter for a week. And <laughs> wait, this sounds like around. Sounds like you dated Zach Galifianakis's character on Baskets. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is way more attractive than this guy was. (laughs) Okay. He was an odd, odd odd-looking little son of a bitch. Well, but uh, if you shaved Zach and just left him like a little rooster thing on top Ew. of his head yeah, yeah. And, and and then coated him in mineral oil. Just tons of product. Or, or lard. Beard and like his, his flesh always looked waxy. Yeah, yeah. And he, it's interesting because he was only around about maybe a week and a half. But everybody remembers him vividly. <laughs> I think Wait. his skincare regime was like Crisco with butter. Did you date one of the characters that appears on stage at Chuck E. Cheese? I think I think That's he had, he had, had that position explosion. about two years before, but his, his was fired. personality wasn't that good. <laughs> Those fake animal characters that stand up on stage and hold a guitar. The animatronic. Yeah, the the band is called the Rock of Fire Explosion. Rock of Fire Explosion. <laughs> the Hobo Clown was very animated and very loud. He could out talk me, which you know I like in a man. <clears throat> and uh yeah, I mean it was just one of those things we we crashed some holiday parties together. It was a lot of fun. Went over to the Renaissance and enjoyed quite a myriad of of corporate parties. We even got into the drawings on a few of them. Nice. Um had a lovely like prime rib. So, you know, with the week and a half that we were together, one of the and 7 days of that I was back home in California. Um you know, we did all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, only, you only saw him in person for like three days. No, yeah. that's not true. That's true. That is true. He that was only around a week true. and a half. I got, as uh, I was, brought him around a couple times right before I left, and when I got back home, he had fucked up my house <laughs> and I uh, kicked him out. So, yeah, he was only around about three, four days before I took off for the holidays. I think that was a wise decision on your part. To yeah, he he broke my chandelier in my bedroom, and I'm like, huh? So you were fucking other girls in my house while I was gone. Oh, no. How do you break a chandelier? Uh, you gotta try. Unless you're hanging uh, yeah, from especially because yeah. he was short. He was short. Like, so yeah, he must have been jumping on your bed. He was up like, to some shit. Like he, he was have... on her shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> which really was fine because the dog was okay, and that's why he was there was to take care of the dog. So you know, I just kicked him out and told him that you know if he ever tried to contact me, I'd take him to small claims for the cost of the chandelier, and that pretty much took care of the problem. Now I'm thinking about that ch- that children's jingle that's like twenty nine monkeys jumping on the bed, <laughs> one fell off and bumped oh, his head. <laughs> I don't remember. Went to the doctor and the doctor <laughs> said, that's what you get for jumping on a bed. <laughs> that's, I could not remember the second part, so thank you. You're welcome. Um, God, Hobo was uh, two years back now. Oh, my God, there have been so many since then. Yeah, there's, there was quite a quite I'm, a revolving door of weirdos. I missed it. Did he have a clown name? 
I, I, I what can't was remember. his name? Um, Baskets. <laughs> no. I just called him Hobo we Clown. Him I, Hobo never, Clown. I, I never learned his name. name. That's awesome. <laughs> he had no name. <laughs> he named himself like he's an extra on a film. <laughs> Hobo Clown number one. Oh, he didn't know that was his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, I, I gave that him that was name. something that, yeah. It, his developed. outfit, it freaked me out, guys. I mean, he sounds like a serial killer. I'm he, not going to lie. Could be. He definitely looked like he, he may have joined a circus a time or two like he 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 definitely had a potential carny vibe yeah he really did i i you know i, I was should, like I don't why think he was the hell a is finger. she bringing him to our event <laughs> <laughs> what did i bring him to uh, okay so story slam in tulsa ah yes that's the one right. that happens on the first second thursday of every month was a theme so this was like a year or two ago? <laughs> it was a couple of years ago for around Christmas. Okay. It was just a few days before Christmas, the week before that I met him. And, you know, I had a lot of parties to go to. So, you know, well, all right, you'll do. I don't have to worry about, you know, entertaining you. Just kind of entertained himself. Where did you meet this guy? Oh, God, it was some awful website. It was Tinder. Um, it was Tinder. Was it Tinder? Plenty of clowns. I was going to say plenty, plenty of, of fish. clowns. Plentyclowns.com. Yeah. Plenty of clowns. You know, that's not a bad idea to just pick a guy and be like, you'll do for now. Yeah, Casual I mean, especially clown around, counters. Especially around the holidays. Yeah, clown just, pound. I, I just, you know. <laughs> clown pound. <laughs> clown pound.com. That's trademark, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. I mean, he wore a suit. You know, that was nice for parties. I, I think I want to say it was like, <laughs> it was like orange and pinstriped. Oh, my God. Satin. Like similar to the one on Dumb and Dumber. I feel like you're Laser? picturing a Jim Carrey outfit in the mask. And, and, and then, and then like, I don't even remember, maybe brown pants that were definitely pleated <clears throat> and tapered. Holy fuck. A la zoot suit. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely zoot suits. I don't remember the uh, the shiny orange, but uh, there were a lot of purple and blues, I know. Yeah, oh, purple. It was the purple one. I'm sorry. It was How did orange. you have sex with this person? Seriously. Oh, painfully. I... Yeah, it was not comfortable. <laughs> I... Sounds, yeah. Okay. Hey, Landry is holding up a photo of Jim Carrey in the mask. When, when is that similar? Your, that I, feel like when she, yes. I feel like when she put her mouth on his dong, <clears throat> it, it probably reacted like a Slim Jim. And I was just like that wax. I was going to say, did it squeak Ew. like a like his nose? Well, he was so <laughs> squeaky small, toy. Squeaky, you know? squeak. Like, he really couldn't do much with it, so I didn't even bother with that. So, like, he would go down on me, but it was just terrible. So I just Ooh. like, just get off. Just I mean, probably happened one and a half times the course of the two weeks. And I was like, this is just gross. <laughs> just, it's not you heard it here, it. ladies. Hobo clowns, bad at sex. Ooh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Hobo clowns, do well, not then, let then them he, go down. Yeah, he, he would start yelling at me because, you know, I wasn't if getting off. you he ain't <laughs> going down. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was oh, God. Not, not well received. I'm trying to think of the weirdest guy I've ever dated. There haven't been that many. Um, I dated a guy that previously had cancer, but that wasn't his fault. So, <laughs> so I'm, it's not tragic, Katie. It's weird. Weird. So when I was little, when I was like in, when I was in fourth grade, um, I spent all summer during the day at the county pool. I'm oh, sorry. And uh, one summer there was a boy there that that had no legs. And and I had a bad crush on him. I did. We never learned his name. We called him Legolas. Oh, <laughs> but he was—he could really get around. I mean, he just like put his hands down and fly. It was crazy. Got some talents, you know. Yeah, talents. Yeah. He—he. Uh. He, I mean, actually, and he had like a a fan club of girls that were all about it. Dick. I don't know. I was in fourth grade. (laughs) Penis didn't really occur to me. But your your teacher knew, though, when she was your age at that point. What? Uh, The squeaky one. Who made you call yourself a whore? Oh. 
Oh, well, that call was back. years later. Callback. It's a callback because she was molested as a oh, child. Right. right. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're all we're and all either funny. we're all either dumb or high right now. Molestation's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a great laugh. So uh, <laughs> have a beignet. Okay. Were you saying we should take a break? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by Two Planet Productions. You know how sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, hey, I'm getting married. I need a photographer. Well, Two Planet Productions is a team comprised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years of combined experience in the industry. They've produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. That's pretty exciting if you ask me. Members of their staff and the Two Planet team have won Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, which is pretty cool. That's a wedding website that I used to peruse when I was 13. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious memories to. Their website is twoplanetproductions.com. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Their number is 918-280-8528. And we have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them that we sent you, you will receive a free single-session shoot with any wedding package that free session could be engagement bridles first anniversary photos or anything else you could want to be saved and captured forever to planetproductions.com thank you so much bye-bye can we can we get played in on it for the next uh, from coming back from commercial fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> There's some early 90s porn. Very 80s. 80s, yeah. I can see a mullet blowing in the breeze. Oh, yeah. Beyonce level wind machines blowing on all sides. <laughs> Wanna just take that blouse off? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. I want to sex you up. Came on the radio when I was driving with my daughter last week, and and I before the lyrics started, I was like, "Now I want you to be prepared." This is a song that we all thought was amazing in middle school. Hold on, it was so cool. This one is called "Sax in the City." Are you ready? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Is it S A C S or S A X? Sax in the City. Ooh, are they doing it in a parking garage? In the alley behind a jazz club? No penetration porno, it's on Cinemax. Grinding <laughs> <laughs> against each other with a little thing across my dick. <laughs> Friday night at Michael Zampino. <laughs> so, 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 so sexy. Oh, thanks for putting us back in the mood, man. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We are back. Um, okay. So, most embarrassing moment. You guys have a super humiliating, awful, terrible, terrible, terrible moment that you want to talk about. I've got one. So, okay. um... In the 90s sometime, I don't remember when. Uh, the salon I was working for, we were going we to do a you know, really cool hair shoot, right? But we needed hair models. And we were talking about where we should get them. And I said we should hit up the strippers because they always want their hair done for free. And they love to have their picture taken. We can give them copies of their picture. And, uh, and he was like, yeah... Um, I'm a gay man. I'm not going to a titty bar. So can you go get them? And I was like, sure. And so I went to um, the Ritz, which oh, yeah. is not here anymore. Um, it's now Starbucks. R.I.P. <laughs> Ritz. Let's say, Katie, you got some nostalgia for the Ritz? So, is that- <laughs> I used to walk by it or drive by it on my way to Target. Oh, so I so. go in and I, I 
try to get inside, and they won't let me in because uh, I'm unaccompanied. You are not. Yeah, woman alone. They won't do that. And so I went out into the parking lot and waited until the next guy came. I was sitting on my car, and um, the next guy that showed up, I said, hey, can I go in with you? Uh, Because I just want to go in and, like, find some hair models. And he was like, (laughs) yeah, okay, fine. So we go in, and I'm like, I don't really need to sit with you. He goes, well, I think you should. And I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there with him. He's a total dickhead. He will not, he will not tip the dancers. Hmm. And I didn't have that much money. I was tipping them, but um, I'd run out of money. And I was like, hey, you should tip the dancers. And he's like, they make plenty of money. And I was like, well, actually, they don't. They work for tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, he was uh, really rude about it. Anyway, I squeezed $2 out of this asshole. <laughs> and I'd sat there my so God. long, what I didn't realize is that my leg had gone to sleep. <laughs> and <laughs> I jump up and I go, I'm waving the money and I go, girl, I got you some money. And I fall flat on my face. <laughs> oh my and God. my dress like goes up over my ass. <laughs> And I can't stand up because my leg is asleep. (laughs) And, um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, terrible, terrible. Just go, just going to a titty bar is the worst. So adding that to it is like, yeah. Yeah. And I pissed him off, uh, because I wouldn't leave with him. And so he went went out and uh, dumped a thing of brake fluid all over my car. Oh, my God. And Yeah. I don't know if you know what brake fluid is like. Acid? It's very viscous. It's Uh, so viscous. Like like thick? Like. Yeah, like it's very oily. It's it's hard to get off. It's like if you put. Because water doesn't really penetrate. Yeah. What a dick. if um, If you, like, put on some really obnoxious lip gloss. And every time you wiped it off, it was still there. Really mm. thick. That's what it was. And I spent like half of the night. And if it dries, you're fucked. I spent half of the night in the at a gas station with paper towels and Windex and Ugh. alcohol and scrubbed it down. And like every time I would scrub it down, it would be all gooey again it was like, yeah. and i'm in like this tiny that's little... legitimately an awful thing to do yeah that is what he's, a dude he's a monster he is a monster and he thought he looked like uh, sean connery but he didn't was he like as old as sean connery did he, is say, now? Yeah, definitely. Did he say i think i look like sean connery yeah he said people <laughs> oh, always Jesus Christ. he said everybody everybody says i look like sean connery and you I were was like, like they're wrong i was like he's he, like he's more like, like a ned Beatty. He's like I'm the he's like I'm the poor cheap version of Sean yeah. Connery. There you go. Store brand. Yeah, that bastard. He's the uh, the great value version of Sean Connery. It sounds like maybe like the uh, SNL trivia or the Jeopardy skit version of Sean Connery. You know, like the real douchey one. Yeah, yeah oh, he was. You exactly. know, it's like telling Trebek to go fuck his mother. And, yes, yeah, yes, the one, that's him. The one played by. Um, Daryl, Daryl Hammond. Hammond. Oh yeah. my God. I mm-hmm. fucking love him. He, I have a crush on that guy. He is so funny. I have a thing for funny guys, I think. Oh, uh, you know who I think is really is hot? It, is it impressionists or just <laughs> funny guys in general? I, just, think, I think Reggie funny Watts okay. is hot. <gasps> yes, I love him. Yes. I don't know if I necessarily think he's sexy, but I think he's he so sexy. Is like, yeah, you I can tell agree. he's like such a gentleman, mm-hmm. which I love. Obviously, nice I like man. that. He's just a, just a nice guy. He's just a freak. So talented. Yeah. yeah. I got to see him he perform once. He's got a coke nail. Yeah, he does have a coke nail. Well, have you noticed that? His pinky. Oh, wow. No. But he's gotten in I'm, shape I lately. I have no problem with coke nails. It's the coke. Oh. He's, I mean. Spe- I'm just kidding, guys. I, as long as it's not <laughs> snorting, coke. I don't know, heroin. We are joking. He's, he is like, honestly, he's like ripped now. He posts like, oh, he posts like. Reggie, Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts. He's like, looks what? good. Oh, well, no. That'll probably ruin it for me. <laughs> well, he still looks like, he still I'm looks still like Reggie conceited. Watts. No, like, he'll. Okay, well then forget <clears throat> him. Let's go to my other one. It's Questlove. Oh, yeah. Aww. He's really cute. He wouldn't betray me and get skinny now, would he? 
<laughs> I mean, I hear you because I I like chubby guys. I think they're, you know, not like not like you know Jared from Subway Fat. Before We're he usually got skinny, funnier. But <laughs> I mean, they they seem to try harder than than super skinny men. They have to. And I can, I can vouch. <laughs> <laughs> they not always, but a lot of times they're really like sweet and. Don't, because they my- have to be. <laughs> yeah, because are, they've learned. They've been trained. I'm looking. I'm looking at Zampino, and he's oh, I'm like, a very chubby man. He's going. It's because they have to. Yeah, they go we one of two ways. To. You know, they go accommodating and sweet and lovely and and funny, or they go complete assholes because true, they're true, bitter, true, true. bitter, that's bitter, bitter. True. That's that's a good point. I went the other way uh, because uh, you win, more, you get more flies with honey, and also flies. It's. Fly, whatever. What did I say? <laughs> fly girls. Bees. Fly bees. girls. Well, bees, fly you know, girls bees, they make honey. Whatever. Uh, there's that. And then I also genuinely just think it's more fun to be nice to people. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to believe that they're only being nice to me because they have to be nice to me to get into my pants, you know. Yeah. I hope that's not true. I think that's 90% of male female well, No, no, no. It's I not think that they, they assume that, right? It's not that we have to. It's just that, like... Negging a girl into bed isn't an option for a chubby guy the way it is a really fit guy. He's like, hey, fat bitch. And then she's like, I want to fuck s- you so bad right now. Want to fuck me? She's like, no, I really don't. He's like, what's up, bitch? And she's like, can I give you a blowjob while you're seated and, and doing nothing and I'll do all the work for you? Can I give you a blowjob like. while you're playing video games? <laughs> sounds, a lot of, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> um... That was a pretty embarrassing moment, but still not not so terrible that we can't laugh at it, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. I have a lot of stories of, like, me falling, like, at least five. And um, the two funny ones I've already told on this podcast. So, Heather, <laughs> do you have anything for us? Oh, well, we talked about Hobo Clown. That was certainly a low point. <laughs> That was like a combo first crush and most embarrassing moment. Ugh, there wasn't really any crushing going on other than my soul. <laughs> hey hey <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, you know, most of mine are, are work-related. Um, I, I as, as a young budding manager back in L.A., I, had, I was uh, in charge of a major report for a, like a Fortune 10 company that manufactures tractors. And I was really proud of this report that I'd put together, and it was my first fully owned project. And I go up and I hand it off to my boss for the final, final proofread. And we go back in our kind of huddle an hour later, and he's got his notes, and he holds up this page that shows my recommendation with proceeding with the development of concept that I had labeled the shit on the go transmission. <laughs> <laughs> And it proceeded to describe. Wait, wait, wait. Was this a, was this a, a tractor? It was a with, tractor. With a toilet? <laughs> that's, a, that's certainly how it read because it had different quotes underneath it for, you know, the, the oh research that we've done, such God. as, make it easy so I can fit it between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> the knob should feel this particular way so <laughs> I can get my hand around it quickly. Oh, my God. Mm. So uh, I was mortified. Um, my entire team was delighted <laughs> that, that I had, you know, left a little something out of the shift on the go <laughs> transition. So this was an act. This was an accident. It was a typo. It, it, was, it was a, a very carefully placed typo. But okay. um, the next day, my boss conveniently outdid me by uh, sending a, an email um, from uh, her phone in the car. And she was responding, and it said, can't talk right now. I'm in the can. (laughs) In the can. So we all got a nice visual of our boss shitting, which, you know, helped with the whole shit on the go transmission Mm -hmm. from the previous day. So it worked out in the end. But, uh, you know, nice. Uh, How have you survived this? How have you not required therapy over this? Oh, man. Many, many previous years of preparation for that horribly embarrassing moment. No, that was like, that was horrifying to me because I don't know. Like, uh, the sexual stuff I've never kind of gotten hung up on, you know? So I can't, it doesn't stand out in my memory because if I 
did something horrible and embarrassing, I would be like, <laughs> you know, moved on from it. I mean, I, I you don't I, get I embarrassed easily. Not easily. <clears throat> I get, um, I get worried. I get worried about things, you know, like going wrong. Yeah. I hear a ghost of a child. There's in children in the hallway. Oh, good. I thought that was in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> this used to be a school. Oh no! We're pretty yeah, sure nefarious like things happened here. Now that, that we're hearing that, that this, all I the children were murdered. Like yeah, that, weren't they like singing warning. that Girl Scout song? Just a boy and girl in a what? little canoe with the moonshine. Why is that a Girl Scout song? Why is a little girl and a, and a little boy in a canoe? I've never heard it. He What's what Girl are Scout troop? Are you channeling the ghosts? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> Is Jill a medium? I am scared. <laughs> well, I didn't know uh, we were doing the, ghost the best, stories the, tonight. The, when, you know, the end of the song. Oh, we was certainly like, could. You know, he says, "You better kiss me or get out and swim." Just a girl and a girl That's in a little. Like another sexual harassment story from Jill. <laughs> yeah, kiss me or get out and die. How That's are we right. doing on time? We got time for a, a fuck Mary kill. Okay. Mm. Okay, I. Came up with a good one. And by that, I mean I googled good categories for fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> well done. And this, this one popped up on BuzzFeed. So, three famous Johns. Um, John Hamm, John Krasinski, and John Stamos. Jill, you go first. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you kill? Uh... <clears throat> I'd have to say fuck John Hamm mm-hmm. marry Krasinski and kill Stamos okay. although I like Stamos but I'd rather fuck John Hamm okay that makes sense <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean let's be honest I would fuck Stamos too oh yeah 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 <laughs> We all would. I find all three of them incredibly fuckable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now, and I like it. <laughs> Heather, how about you? I'd fuck Stamos. I'd marry Ham, because he's so funny. He's just yeah. a funny, funny, attractive man. I feel like we'd have a happy life together. He is mm-hmm. funny. And, because uh, I can't remember the third one, that's who Krasinski. I'd kill. From Office... Jim. Uh, Jim. Jim from he's, the office. Yeah, I don't, he's, I don't know. I'm just not, I've never got into him. I would marry. Well, he's never getting into you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, he's just like, I don't know. He just is kind of that um, very vanilla looking dude, you know, like nondescript. And I don't know. And I was always, uh, I, I never really got into the, the U.S. office. I was too hung up on the, uh, the original. Hmm. I liked the original, but it's not long enough. It's only, like, what, two like, seasons? Like, two and a half seasons, yeah. They did, like, a little special after two seasons. That's it. It's pretty short. Yeah. But um, what's-his-face, who's the, the plays, uh, you know, in um, The Hobbit? Ricky Gervais. Oh, wait. What? Oh, Martin? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Martin Freeman. Yeah. Martin Freeman. Oh, he's He adorable. was the gym in that office. Oh, he's yeah. really cute, too. And I would totally fuck the shit out of him. Oh, he's so tiny. He's so cute. <laughs> he's cute. He doesn't... He's Watson now. Yeah. Doesn't quite do it for me. I would marry John Krasinski. And you know what? I think I'd rather fuck John Stamos than John Hamm. Really? John oh, Hamm no. is really foxy, but there's something about the space between his nose and his top lip that's too big. <laughs> I know it freaks it freaks me out. It's like a whole inch of See, skin. And for me, it's John <laughs> Stamos's weird nose. Oh, really? Yes, he's got one of those. I mean, like it's almost a Latoya nose. He does have a very, <laughs> very sharp point. It's, that, it's the so Greek in him. Pointy. Yeah, it's that that Grecian nose. And doesn't he have like a butt chin too? He has a butt chin, but a see that's bit. the thing, it's like that'd be I fun for a like ride. That on some guys. But then I wouldn't want to look at it every day. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. I think he's just too chiseled. He looks so like he'd smell good. Yeah. Mm. Like there's some serious hygiene going on with John Stamos. Yeah. He looks like he would smell it amazing. Yeah. He that's, smells awesome. That's very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. Like Oikos. Like ham I would probably have oh. to go Jill's route. <laughs> is that is that Oikos? Greek, Greek yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like a little fahe. <laughs> smells like honey peach. <laughs> oh. Smells like donkey mm-hmm. cheese. Boy, if you don't smell like yogurt, get the fuck out of my face. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right. And he can sing. He can serenade. <laughs> I can't. I can't not look at Landry every ten seconds <laughs> to see what his reaction is. All right, are we out of time? Okay. <laughs> I just, Do I you want to be? No, I, I no, don't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I. But you know, if 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 anyone in the room is in a hurry for some reason and needs to go, what time is it? It's about ten. Ten of. Do you guys have any freaky things that have happened to you in real life that are like? Creepy spooky. or spooky or. Hmm. Um, you ever seen a ghost? Yeah, I was gonna say. Have you ever? Yeah, have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever had someone follow you home in their car and you had to like call the police or? That, I've been you, followed you know, home by the police. <laughs> that's the freakiest. That's the freakiest. Just hitch a ride with fuck, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really <clears> creepy <throat> because they would park across the street from my salon. And just stare. I mean, like, their headlights are shining in. And at night, you know, we're lit up inside the salon, but everything looks dark outside the window, except those headlights Mm -hmm. staring at us. So I would go over there and then open the door to see who the fuck is sitting over there. And it was the cops, and it turns out they were following me. That is, like, that is for... And they followed me home, and they did this for days and days, and then they eventually kicked in my door with the SWAT team. What? Yes. What, why? What were you doing, lady? Yeah, why'd they kick in your Can door? Can you talk about it? Uh, drugs. It's public oh. record. I wasn't even doing anything. Well, Except I for distributing them. No, I wasn't <laughs> distributing them. I was, I was high as fuck and staying up really late, working at the salon till 2 a.m., so they were following you for a reason. Yes. They weren't being, they weren't just. But it was creepy okay. because I knew I was being followed and nobody believed me. I kept telling my neighbors. I was like, y'all want to hold on to my bongs for a while? Because I think I'm being followed. I'm getting ready to get go down. And yeah. And I'd been gone all night long. And I got home at like um, seven o'clock <clears> in the morning. And... Um, I'd gone to Fayetteville to see the James McMurtry concert and come back and then said goodbye to my friends. They all left in their cars from my house and I walked inside and I was in there like 20 minutes and they surrounded my house and kicked my door in. And Fuck. Yeah. So, wait, did you get arrested? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Yeah, in front of the whole neighborhood. But, Showed you know, them. it was 13th That's... and Rockford. That was like that corner, that intersection is like the highest crime intersection like every time there something went down and the news was like broadcasting from my corner <laughs> but it wasn't always me i used to party <laughs> i used to party at a house at like 12th and quincy so i know what, i know what you're talking about i love how you said it wasn't always me <laughs> it yeah. was like you're like it was sometimes me for sure <laughs> it was it was me that time <laughs> heather do you have any creepy weird ghost have you ever had like a seance or played with a ouija board or anything we uh we actually did have a ouija board in my prep school dorm with all the high school girls and uh we pretty effectively convinced all of the freshmen one year that one room was haunted and there had been a murder the previous year so that was an accomplishment but it wasn't really (laughs) i was i was orchestrating it i wasn't really affected by it so but wait was it a lie or were you oh yeah it was absolutely a lie (laughs) we just would fuck with them I was, like, never allowed to go anywhere near a Ouija board. So, to this day, I haven't played with one. Because of the devil? Because of the devil. Oh, but you've had your cards read. I have. The devil can get in through the cards. Thanks to you. And you know what I would love to do is get my palm read somewhere. Can you read palms? Well, um, I have a palmistry chart in my house. We can... can Play it's like those Chinese foot massage charts. I can where it's like, That's it. the gallbladder. <laughs> yep. I've tried to read my own palm, but some of the lines run together on my hands, so it doesn't. It's not very helpful. <laughs> that one's your baby line. Which one? This one's the marriage line. I remember that because it. I thought the baby line was right here. My hand looks really. Oh, the baby's. The baby's this is all really here. good for the listeners. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you see my hand, y'all? You're like, where's right here? Why do I want to know? I have a freaky story that my dad told me. This was only a couple years ago. Um, <clears throat> he was coming home, and he was... He was like parking his car in the backyard. We live in kind of, they live in kind of a, like a ghetto-ish neighborhood where like some of the houses are nice, but some of them are not. And it's one of those neighborhoods where some people park their cars in their backyard. Yep. So he was pulling in the back and he can see his bedroom. He can see their bedroom windows from the backyard and he saw his lamp turn off, but no one was home. Mm. And when, and he... <laughs> Um, I like, I came over that night and he was like sitting in the TV room with his, he like, he just looked really upset and and he was like, I think someone's in our house and I don't want to go upstairs (laughs) to investigate. This is my dad. (laughs) And I think like, I think, I think he went up there. The light bulb burned out. But I think he tested the lamp and it was fine. Oh like, shit! Yeah, so he was like, re- he was legitimately freaked out, and I was too. But I was like, I mean, there was no one in the house, so I don't know. I still don't know. I used to get that creepy feeling because I was a latchkey kid, and I, every day when I'd come home from school, I would come into my house and I would immediately go straight to the butcher block and grab the biggest knife, <laughs> and then I'd start walking around the <laughs> house and yelling. I know you're here. I'm going to catch you up. <laughs> I was a last And I would kid. go I would go through the whole house but then I would get to my parents' room and you couldn't see on the other side of their bed from the doorway. Mm. And I always knew that was the last spot I'd look and I just always felt like over on the other side of that bed somebody was hacked up on the floor. <laughs> so those la- the scariest part was those last four steps into the room. I've I've legitimately got <coughs> come home before and like just just in case like grabbed something like a bat or something and walked around the apartment with it when my I used to live with my sister. I think I did that when she was like out of town or something. Mm-hmm. I, anyway, I got, I got a short one for you. When okay. I was when I was little, uh, I have very few memories of my biological father because he wasn't around very long because he was a dick. But uh <laughs> And this is a perfect example of, of him being a fucking dick. Uh, so I would only be at his house like every other weekend on visitation. And I slept in this room that I never felt comfortable in because when I the first night over there, he was telling me about how the house was haunted and there was a ghost that lived in this closet and the closet was in the room that I had to sleep in. And he said, if you ever see a red light glowing under the door, that's the ghost. And he gave it a fucking backstory and everything about why it was red. And then, of course, every fucking night, that red light would come on and I would shit my fucking pants. And then I finally got the nerve to open it. And it was just something plugged into the wall that had a little red light on it. That is so mean that he told you that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was a small child. I I would have fucking dick well you were really brave to open the door oh it took a while yeah yeah you're like i was i was 30 when i finally opened the door (laughs) it was last week it's really a metaphor it's true it was fun though oh man plugs do you ladies have any shows coming up that you want to plug um when is this gonna air oh i'm not gonna be in blue whale this will be out (laughs) What day are we? What day is this? Today is Today's, the 14th. Okay, this will be out uh, by the 22nd. Oh, okay. Well, then, n- nope. Everything already <laughs> happened. I should say on <laughs> on the 22nd, not by the 22nd. On the 22nd. Uh, I'll be in Blue Whale with everyone in the room except for Jill. I'll be there volunteering. Yeah, I was too chicken shit to submit. Oh, okay. You didn't submit. I thought. I thought maybe you got rejected, and I was like, "Ooh, this is real awkward now." <laughs> no, I, I was. I was like. I'm not worthy. So I didn't submit anything. You should submit next year. Yeah. yeah. I tried to talk her into Maybe it Maybe next year I'll have Landry says no. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting. You saw that, right? Are you, you yeah, guys I are both he on flipped me the, off uh, when I said I got in. Okie Homie Showcase? Yeah, I'm on that. Yep. Are you on the Okie yep. Homie yep, Showcase? Yeah, I'm on the Saturday night one. Yeah, buddy. And you can see me, your host, Katie Van Patten, on a show with Liza Traeger, Woo. Gina... 
Gina Brillen, Aiko Tanaka, and Shauna Blake. That yeah. show is September uh, September 8th, I believe. That's the Friday. Friday. That, that sounded like sushi rolls. They did a little bit. I want a Shauna Blake. Sounds tasty. And it's at 9.30. It's at the Yeti. And Rolled it's in ten, Masago. $10. Tickets are at BlueWhaleComedyFestival.com. Yes. You can get them there. They're already on sale. You can also get tickets for Saturday, April 9th, 3.30 p.m. at Chimera. The first ever live recording of Opinions Like A-Holes, which is my podcast, uh, a sister podcast, if you could say, on the Channel (laughs) 4 and a Half Network. Uh, Yeah, and we're going to have Channel 4 and a Half stuff going on all weekend. We're going to be around uh, talking to folks and passing out stuff and taking pictures and and just being uh, overly friendly. (laughs) So look forward to that. Look forward to aggressive hugs from Landry Miller. (laughs) Right. Uh, Every day. Landry, I'm going to cash in on all those hugs you haven't given me yet. And uh, just for a fun <laughs> treat, the uh, opinions like a-holes taping is only seven dollars. Hey, that's a, what a bargain! What a deal! I'm telling you, seven dollars. And we that's already best, know that we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have local <laughs> morning radio celebrity Chuck Stickle, who you've been hearing on Z104.5 for at least twenty years. Everyone knows his voice, and uh, host Chuck of the roast Stickle. battle, Brian Moses. Brian oh, Moses, uh, Comedy Central's roast battle. Uh, also a monthly show in L.A., I believe. Monthly-ish. Uh, but it's uh, pretty pretty big, and we're going to announce a couple more guests. So, hooray! Yay! Blue Whale Comedy Festival! Blue Whale Comedy Woo! Festival! Woo! Landry Miller will be on a show, too, but don't go see him, because yeah. he's like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> we get enough of him. Crab Landry. Sleep well, everybody. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night. Ta-ta! Channel four and a half.